Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we are live with a new episode and a new intro. Good looking out, Drake. And we've got a new question. How can I have confidence in the decisions I'm making now? It's a great question for us to explore because we can all struggle in our decision making, even in the process of doing it. And the good news is there's some practical applications to help us think through how we can handle this question. I'm excited about our guest joining us today, my good friend, Mark Day. He was a roommate at Washita Baptist University, an honest friend. In fact, this is one of my favorite qualities about Mark. Let me tell you about our last week of school. There were just a few days left, and Mark sat down and said, Justin, you've been a great roommate, but I just want you to know I'm not very good at keeping up with people, so after graduation, we probably won't ever talk again. <laughs> now, we laughed then, and we still laugh about it now. It was great. What's even better is that we made an agreement to do our best to talk at least once a year, just once a year. And the good news is, 20 years later, that adds up. It's been good to keep up with him. He's a faithful man, married, five children, loves Jesus, and has a passion for God's truth. Let's listen in to Mark's wisdom as he shares with us now, how can I have confidence in the decisions that I'm making now? Hey, Justin, thanks so much for having me. I tell you what, the story you just told was, you know, you remembered a certain way and I remembered another way because, you know, I knew myself and I knew, I remember leaving so many camps and, and saying, hey, we'll stay in contact. And you never do. I never did. And maybe some of you did, but I never did. And I was horrible at it. And so I remember sitting you down and saying, Justin, listen, I love you, brother. I really do. You've been a great roommate, <coughs> but we're probably... I'm just not going to stay in contact with you. I don't want to leave and go, hey, we'll stay in touch because I probably won't. And just to be honest with you. And then you said, you know, hey, why don't we just maybe once a year? And it has been so good because I call you once a year or you call me and it has been so good because we laugh, you know, the next, you know, four or five years after that, every year I call you and we're like, man, you know, brother, I've talked to you more than I've talked to anybody else. And so it is so good. But, uh, uh, I just I was setting realistic expectations. That's what I was doing. Realistic expectations on our relationship. Hey, but Justin, but the question you had was, how can I have confidence in the decisions I'm making now? And you know what? The decisions that students are making and, and adults are making, that's a big decision because you're talking about relationship decisions, career decisions, family decisions, ministry decisions, what church to go to, what ministry to get involved into, you know, what is God's plan for my life? And and that is something that, you know, I probably don't struggle with as much because I'm, I really, I enjoy the journey on getting there. I'm not really sure what, maybe I have an idea what the end result looks like, but I somewhat enjoy the journey. So I majored in biblical studies at Washita Baptist University. And uh, I majored in that because a kid in the youth group told me, hey, you make a good youth pastor. I thought, oh, that'd be a good idea. And then I had a teacher that was real influential in my life. And he said, hey, you ought to go to Washita. So that's what I did. And it was great. I loved it. I was in the ministry for 
13 or 14 years. I made a career change two years ago, and now I'm working as in public relations and land management for a company here in El Dorado. And I tell you what, the journey has been so sweet and has been so good. But how do you have confidence throughout the path of knowing that that's the right decision at the exact moment? Well, Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by, by the renewing of your mind. You know, the patterns of this world are, the number one thing is, is identity in yourself. That's all what it's about. It's about having identity in yourself and yourself only and not worrying about others. But that is not the correct way by any means. Your identity needs to be in Christ. Your identity needs to be in your relationship with the Lord. And, you know, a lot of us can put our identity with our families. But number one, it needs to be identity with Christ. So do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I tell you, the biggest way to renew your mind is consistency. Oh, I wish I was so, I was, I was consistent, more consistent um, in college. But me being 39 years old, I am more consistent now than I've ever been before. And I tell you, the fruit of being consistent in my, in my work, in my studies, in my relationship with my family, in my relationship with my Lord, in my relationship with other people is so sweet, is so good. And so be consistent in those things. Renew your mind through the word, through relationships with Christian brothers and sisters for sure. But be transformed by the renewing of mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Test, confirmation through word, through his word, through others. And, and approve. This is so good because approving. Like God is giving you the free will to approve your plan and his plan for your life to say, Hey, yes, I want to do this. And no, I don't. That is so good because there are so many times that you think I'm just doing, you know, God does not want you to do anything that you're not going to enjoy at all. God does not want you to do anything that you're not going to find joy in. I do not find joy in certain tasks for sure. And can I, can I work through those? Absolutely. You can absolutely. But God wants you to find joy in those things that he has asked you to do that in your will for your life for sure. And he wants you to have confidence in it. He wants you to be full head confidence and completely in the decisions that you're making. And so a test and approval of God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect will. I tell you what, God's will for your life is going to be good. And it's going to be pleasing to you. And you're going to enjoy it. And it's going to be his perfect will. I'm going to close with a quick story. So Laura and I were... <clears throat> We were married, and uh, we have five kids, and at the moment, we were buying bread at this bakery store in town, and uh, a discount bakery, and so she sent me in with, sent me, told me, called me and said, hey, Mark, would you go buy some bread? I said, sure will. So I bought a loaf, I was going to buy a loaf of bread, and it was, bread was a dollar and ten cents, and all I had was a dollar and nickel, a dollar and five cents. So I walk in the store, well, I'm in my car, and I think to myself, I don't have a nickel. I don't know what I'm going to do. So Laura said, so I pray, and I said, Lord... I mean, it's so interesting. I mean, I do. I pray about this all the time before I go to the grocery store. No, I don't. Okay. But this time I did. And uh, it makes for a great story for sure about the Lord. But I think to myself, this is how it's going to work out. <clears throat> I'm going to walk in and there's going to be a nickel on the ground or there's going to be a nickel at the cash register. That's, I have it all figured out. I mean, I think this is how it's going to work out. I walk in the store and obviously there's no nickel on the floor. And I'm walking around. Again, I have a dollar and a nickel. I'm, <clears throat> I'm short a nickel. So I walk in, I ask the lady, I said, ma'am, I'm looking for this certain kind of bread. She's, okay, well, here it is. It's in the back. She goes, gets it, comes out, looks at the bread. It was April the 11th. Looks at the date, says this bread expires April 15th. I tell you what, you can just have it for free. 
That was not at all what I thought. I thought I knew what the end result would be, but that wasn't God's plan for the journey. So it is okay to be unclear about the end result. It is okay, but I tell you what, enjoy the journey on the way that God has for you. Enjoy the path and have confidence in the path that God has for you because he wants you to walk in his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I really appreciate Mark's perspective on making decisions and how he has done his best in life to simply focus on the journey. This is so good because oftentimes we're either too focused on what's behind us or what's ahead that we miss the here and now. We can easily miss the beauty of the journey he was speaking of. He referenced Romans 12, 1 and 2, which is such an instructive verse to help us have confidence in making decisions now. The verse says, Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. A few observations. If we are conforming to the world, we cannot expect to discern God's will or trust decisions we're making right now. This is the first practical step. We have to become experts in recognizing the patterns of the world, which can often be deceiving. To be specific, we have to recognize which patterns are pulling at us because it's likely we have different pulls and the enemy is strategic in seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, as Jesus says in John 10.10. When the patterns of the world are starting to creep into our hearts and minds, it clouds all of our judgment and all of our decision-making. The good news is that according to this passage, the result of rejecting the way of the world, the amazing result when you fight against conforming to the world is that you allow the process of your mind to be renewed. That begins to take place. Literally, the way you think about things starts to change. The way you process information and certainly the way you go about making decisions. And this takes time. It's a re-engineering of your mind, which is why I love Mark's encouragement to us about being consistent. This is so valuable. That consistency is what allows the process to develop. It takes time and it takes consistency in our time with God, time in His Word. Think about it. If we're rejecting one thing, then what are we taking on? It's a positive negative. We need the Word of God to reshape our minds. I believe it's why you see so many examples and commands to meditate, memorize, and study and think about God's Word. Verses like Joshua 1.8, which says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Again, another result. By meditating on God's Word day and night, then you will be prosperous and successful. And I don't think this prosperous and successful is referring to financial gain and everything going right in our life. It's speaking of making progress. It's speaking of becoming prudent, wisely understanding. You gain wisdom. And wisdom helps you have confidence in the decisions you are making now. I'm reminded of the book we referenced in our last episode, The Missionary Call by David Seals. He asked a question about how specific does God's will have to be? For example, 
It's great to pray for our decisions, but how far does that go? Do we pray about which cereal we should eat for breakfast? And do we pray about what outfit to wear or what restaurant to eat at? By the way, if we're talking about breakfast cereal, you don't even have to pray about it. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch all the way. And that's funny because when we ask questions like this, it helps us see that God is a good father. And we have a lot more freedom as his child than we sometimes think. I know for me as a father of four, as my kids grow up, I'm not really concerned as much with where they live, what job they take, what clothes they wear. What I'm concerned with is their integrity, their character, their purity, their honesty, their friendship, their brotherhood, and their sisterhood. I'm concerned with them showing kindness, being humble. Do you see? When those things are reflecting God and Jesus, I have full confidence that they will make good decisions with everything else. This is why so much of answering our question for this episode is, well, about these things. Because when you have the right things in place, the most important things in place, when your mind is being renewed, when you are close to Jesus, you tend to make really good choices. And there's also a whole lot of things that you get to just choose. One of my good friends, Mike Cloud, who did a Q&A with us on conflict, and I would encourage you to listen to that episode if you haven't already. Well, once a year, we as a staff at First Baptist Church get to go play golf. Well, there's a crew that plays golf, and there's also a crew that fishes. The golf teams are Greg, Robert, and Dusty against me, Larry, and Mike. Now, you have to understand that Larry is the one who carries our team. Mike and I's goal every year is to at least contribute something, like just one thing. We want to contribute one shot. And what's always fun is we usually can come through on that one shot. And occasionally, occasionally, we all hit a good shot, like all of us. Me, Mike, and Larry will all hit a good shot. Well, Larry pretty much hits a good shot the majority of the time. Occasionally, that's what I should say, occasionally, Mike and I jump in there with him. But each time it happens, Mike will smile and say, hey, we got options. It's great. Options are good. And in those moments, we can't really make a bad choice. Even though there are three different opportunities, they are all good. We need to be reminded of this from time to time. God is a good God, and there are times when He just gives you options and you can't make a bad choice. There's freedom in that, and it can help us to just enjoy the journey, like Mark was talking about just now. And if, and I guess let's be honest, when you make a bad decision, God's Spirit is right there to let you know it. Because you're close to Him, it will be easy to see. Your mind won't be clouded. It'll be in the process of being renewed. But again, if you make a mistake, you'll know. And then you'll make the next right decision. Well, I want to say thank you for joining in on this episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, I want to make sure to encourage you to subscribe today. We've got more episodes lined up, and I'm excited to get those out to you. By subscribing, you'll get notifications when a new episode hits. And I want to invite you to send a question. Let's keep these discussions going. They are needed and healthy. Until next time, I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to the church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.